Welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. And Mrs. H. We are the brand new Bedhoppers. We're oh, brand new. We've got a brand new bed, isn't it? Oh, I see. It's great. Have we hopped in it yet? Uh, we have hopped in it. Well, we have. We have, but has no, one else, else hopped no one else it? has hopped in it. But by the time this goes out, uh-huh. someone might have hopped in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. So have you like cursed the new bed now because uh, no one's actually hopped into no it No one. I, well, I've not christened it. The pets have hopped into I, it more I, than anyone Yeah, they, they, they have a lot. Anyway, this is episode 156. Welcome Gigantic to, bed. Yes. Welcome to Super King Bed Chat. Mm-hmm. We got a new bed. Did you know? Right, no, I didn't. I'm, I'm going to enlighten you. Okay, educate please do. You. You're going to edge me? In, edumacate you okay. in the ways of gigantic beds. Okay, do this. In my research in the last week, mm-hmm. I discovered there is a bigger bed. What? I know. What the fuck? Why have we not ordered this oh, well, bigger bed? I'm, I've ordered one now, it's fine. Oh, okay. But well, the bigger bed, get this, is called the Alaskan King bed. The Alaskan King? Fucking hell, the Alaskan fucking King bed. Fuck those guys, I want the Elven King bed. <laughs> well, that doesn't exist. Okay. But. The Alaskan King does. All right. And do you know how big it is? Uh, bigger than a super king? Bloody enormous. Bloody enormous. It can fit at least six people in there. Six people in there. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't tried to fit anyone else other than us and two pets in the bed. I know, but now I know there's an Alaskan King <laughs> you, Now I want it. I want it. <laughs> we were duped. Absolutely duped. <laughs> with a flipping super king. Oh, yeah. We, we, That's so last year. Well, to be fair, so we live in a townhouse which has got... Three lots of or three floors, really. Yes, and it's really a pain in the ass to get anything up to our bedroom, which is on the top floor. Mm-hmm. And we had some delivery folks turn up to get get the bed to mm-hmm. the house. Right, they were fantastic and did a great job. But fuck me, did that look like hard work? I did, of course, help because I'm not a monster and tip them. Very important. But just getting that thing up the stairs was a fucking miracle in itself. And then getting our old bed downstairs to I get know. rid of that was tough. But can you imagine what it's going to be like getting the Alaskan King bed up the stairs? <laughs> We're going to need a new house, I think. Just... Well, apparently these Alaskan King beds exist in America. Oh, do they? In kind of big fancy hotels in America. Ah, mm. there we go. I haven't encountered one in the wild in Britain. Well, we yet to like <laughs> find anything that does any anything other than one type of sheet for the King size. Wow. Super King thing. Alaskan King is a thing. Yeah. So if you know mm. where to get Super King sheets. Uh, I don't think Habitat stock that size. <laughs> Alaskan. <laughs> Alaskan King. Sounds fucking fancy, right? It does sound pretty fancy. Mm. So before we jump into the main cut and thrust of this mm-hmm. episode, we've got a few little bits of uh, admin to get out of the way, right? All right, then. So make it sound very business time. Right. Business, 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 business. Is it business time? Business. Business time is once we finish the show. Okay. Okay. All right. Business hours are open, baby. <laughs> so this weekend coming up, the weekend that this podcast uh, gets gets released, we actually have our next social event. 
This one's sold out in a flash, right? Time for cocktails. So we're going to have some cocktails. We've got 50 amazing people rocking up to top secret venue. Mm -hmm. We're all going to be hanging and chilling together. Having a cock or two. Cock or two, yeah. (laughs) It's very much, I think it's, can we call it a social event? It's a social party, I think. Yeah. Vanilla party for unvanilla friends. (laughs) You mean it is unvanilla friends in a vanilla setting? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But which, it's more of a party than a social which because everyone will fucking ignore, no doubt, once again. Well, I'm not saying anything at this point because last time <laughs> I was. What? Because you can't commit to keeping it vanilla? I don't know what's. I, like, I'm going to be told off regardless of what I do. So Why? I might as well. Why would I tell you off unless you've done something wrong? Um, mm. It's like, though. Are you you're, predisposed to misbehaving, Mr. H? Well, it's like you're precognitively. Projecting I'm that gaslighting I'm gaslighting some misbehaviour misbehavior into me, yeah, and I'm not even no, done I'm not. anything. You do that yourself. You're like that minority report thing or whatever it was. <laughs> I think you're crediting me with something I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing into the future, mm, I sense that Mr. H is going to misbehave. I struggle with one screen, let alone like five, like Tom Cruise has in Minority Report. <laughs> he has all those fancy screens, right, where I- there's like swirly things going on and. He's like doing science and numbers and I think this is your mind now. You're like, hmm, yes, there's like pretty people there that I like and I'm going to do this. I'm going to have at least 12 cocktails and I can already see it happening. Really? Mm -hmm. I can't see any of this happening. I'm going to be incredibly well behaved, probably. I shall hold you to this because it is now on air. I shall have a limited amount of cocktails because I can't afford an unlimited amount and neither can my body take. And, and you know, who knows what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. Anyway, moving swiftly onwards. So we'll tell you probably a little How bit about the social and stuff. Um, mm. And if anything sort of wonderful comes out the back of it, we shall let you know. But we've also got two events coming up after that. One is our Going Dutch event for which tickets are still on sale. So we've still got some tickets left. So if you want to come with us to... Amsterdam and some other cool places and check out some sex clubs and go on a bit of touristy vibe. Two and clubs. Two clubs, yeah. One cup. It's going to be amazing. Our <laughs> <laughs> cup will overfloweth. It will overfloweth. But Battle I... Morgana and Benvity. Exactly that. Yes. So uh, we've got those available. Banging weather. Banging weather. Literally weather amazing. For banging. Maybe. Maybe. Canals. Yes. <laughs> Anals. <laughs> Anal tours. Exactly. Exactly that. <laughs> anal tours. But we'd Tulips. love you to come along. So we've got tickets left for that. And we've still got some tickets left for our hot summer nights event. Yes. The Miami Vice party. <laughs> it's not the Miami Vice I've party. got it in my head that it's Miami Vice. Well, you can or have Grand it. Theft Auto. Um, that's because of the colour and the style I know, of it, I think. I can't, I can't shift the image that I want to rock up looking like a character from Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Well, that's... Great. It may be frowned on in the venue if I turn up rocking some kind of like weapon. Yeah, that's probably not a good Grand idea. We- and we- I nick a car. To be fair, and I drive have- it ineptly. And I turned up it. to that venue with a weapon in hand. Oh, yeah, he did. I did bring Stormbringer. Foam yeah, Fomax. Fomax. <laughs> for the Disney <laughs> night. Anyways, we've got tickets available for both those wonderful events. So if you'd like to come along, the links are going to be in the show notes. Have mm. a look, see what you think. And if you've got any questions, just, you know, shoot us an email. Fire. Shoot, go on. Like, Grand drop Theft us a DM, yeah. slide into our DMs, whatever mm. it is that the cool kids are I'm saying. I'm excited. I'm going to plan my outfit now. Have I got a curfew on outfit you do. choosing this time? You do have a curfew on outfit choosing. Oh, then what is it? The end of June. Because you've got to give it to me. What? Hang on. End of June? Yes. All right. For both things? Yes. Oh, okay. You think you can do that? Now you've given me the time scale. Yeah. I'll pull my finger out. Do, 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 do. Where am I going to get um, a Miami Vice outfit? Where are you going to get or when? Mm. Where? Where. I've got some suggestions, but, you know, we'll, we'll 
go through those off air, I suspect. They want to give all the costume things away. Mm. Not that this is really costumes. This is just an outfit, isn't it, I suppose? Yes. But I've got an outfit, I think, pretty much How? Sorted. How do you always do this? Uh, and is it stuff that you've already got? Some of it is stuff it? that I've already got. Oh, well, now I'm intrigued. Although I do want those shoes that I posted in the chat just today. Just the one shoe. Just the one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really tall. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to be walking in circles all night. <laughs> Anyways, enough about the events. We're really excited Fine. about them. We can't wait to tell you about them. And we can't wait for you to come along and buy tickets. So yes. please do that if you'd like. Now that we've done the promotion and the admin bit, on to the main thing of this episode. Now, we've been chatting this this week about mm. a number of things. And we've asked each other some tough questions and some good questions. And we thought we'd frame this episode mm -hmm. around five questions that you might want to ask yourselves if you're entering or part of or have been a long time in a sort of ethical non-monogamous lifestyle. So at any point in your ethically non-monogamous kind of journey adventures, yeah. you could stop and just ask yourself. You could stop, collaborate and listen because <laughs> Mr. H is back with a and brand new invention. And these questions for each other as a couple or yeah, do they I extend to other confidence within your adventures? I think these are just interesting questions to have in your arsenal, in your arsenal, that you can pull Maybe. out and that you might want to check on a fairly regular basis or every now and then. Or if you haven't had a chat about mm -hmm. how you're doing, we thought we'd ask these questions to each other. And if you like them, maybe you'll stop the show and talk about them as you're driving down to come to one of our events. Or maybe <laughs> <laughs> God, you are seamless. That was pretty good, that one. Uh, even I was, I was so impressed myself, I had to laugh. <laughs> but yeah, as you're in the car, as you're in the sort of hanging around, as you're going to an event, as mm. you're going on an adventure together, it's a really good means of checking in. And this inspiration come from uh, came from, we were speaking to some friends of ours in Australia and they were sort of saying, well, we've been listening to this book and we've been stopping it and asking the questions mm. to each other. So we thought we'd blatantly steal that idea, make up our own questions <laughs> and pass it off as something that we've done with complete originality. Even though these questions, you know, I'm bigging them up way beyond their, their means. You really are, yeah. Yeah, but, but, you know, I'm sure you've asked them before and we're sure that you're ha you've had these conversations, but it's a good point to check in. And it's a good opportunity for us to have a bit of a chat about it as well. Mm. What's so, interesting, though, is at any point... Me. I'm very yes, interesting. Yes, well, we know this. Thank you. But at any point in all of this stuff you do, it's um, it's still amazing what you can learn about each other. Even if you've been together years and years and years like we have, or, you know, just, just maybe a couple of years. But it's always interesting that you can find out more about each other and your relationship just by framing things a bit differently. Yeah. Even though you think you know everything, you don't. I really don't know everything, which is probably why we need to get, I keep having these conversations every well, now and then. Well, that sounds really sinister. <laughs> well, what do you think you don't know? I don't know what I'm I don't know. I'm an open book. I know that you're an open book, but it's good to have those conversations. Anyway, let's, right, let's, okay, let's move. Okay. Move, I'm excited about what you're going to ask me, because well, I don't know. You, well, you have a vague idea, because I sort of did read them out right, to you then, okay. whilst you were watching. But I've forgotten that, because, uh, you know, it's me. It's, I think you were just thinking about Good Boy Noah, and it was just in your <gasps> head. And That's my new favourite thing. Is it? A yes. Cheeto and all that stuff. Yes. Oh my goodness. If you haven't checked it out, you have to. It's great. <laughs> and look, this is not a paid promotion. I'm just genuinely like bigging this person up. Did you see that amazing. I put at least one of the songs in the playlist yes. for, for the event? Yes, cool, I right? did. I know. See, I recognise this. It's excellent. Yeah, I know. It's basically like a cheetah and this, this guy and they're like cooking together. And they sing about it. Yeah, they sing about it. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. Okay, right. First right. question then. All right. Okay, okay go on. So ready. first question is, and it's not about why we're doing the podcast, but... <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we in the lifestyle? What What's in it for us? That was a lot of questions, but I really... Was, the, like, which one do you want me to answer? Well, I guess it's that, why are we doing this? Right. 
where are you in your head about why we're doing this? Okay. So you didn't mean the podcast, you mean the adventure? Yes, I've said that already, but yeah, okay. Yeah, just checking, okay, just checking, just checking. Just checking. Right. My head's away with good boy now. Okay. <laughs> Ayo, Mrs. H. Right. Okay. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why? I haven't got just one reason. Okay. Got... Well, you don't have to have just one reason. It's designed several. to spark a conversation. Right, okay. Which would imply several. We... I think our reasons for doing this have evolved. No. What are your reasons what for doing this? What are my reasons yeah. for doing Well, they're different to what they were when we started. Okay. We'll go through. Let's go through this. Come yeah. on. Yeah. When we started, my reasons for doing this was because I wanted to um, discover more about my sexuality. Okay. And, you know, not, not just me, but together, I wanted to do that with you. Yeah. Okay. So um, I wanted to reawaken the... Um, the bisexual side of me, which I knew was there and I had always been there. The left side or the right side? It tends to be the left. Yeah. yeah. Or the top side yeah. or the bottom side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, but had never gone away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, years of a relationship with you had not suppressed it. It just meant that we hadn't explored it together. Something, something, something. <laughs> by so side. My, my reasons, were, although I wanted to explore them with you, selfishly, I guess, it was also predisposed to what I wanted to, I wanted to find about myself. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. some six years, is it six years Maybe later? Maybe seven, I don't know. Six or seven years later. Um, that still absolutely remains fundamentally drives everything for me in terms of my enjoyment levels. But what I, what I think I, why I do this is because I've seen how much it enhances what we have as a couple. Okay. Makes sense. It does make sense. What about you? I thought you were going to elaborate on... Well, I have loads more, but I don't want to be like talking constantly and you not having a chance no, to... No, you can, you can pick up on some more stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So some other things then that... Reasons why we do this. Yeah. Um, so as much as, you know, our, our orthodox monogamous um, relationship was amazing and it gave me everything I needed and it, it still would continue to do so if we were to not do this... I've seen how much we've grown as people um, by opening our marriage and allowing new experiences to come into it. Yeah. And I think, you know, had we had we just decided not to do that because of the fear involved in what the threat of opening a marriage would do to our very solid foundation of a marriage, we would never have experienced some of the highs that we have. Yeah. And I what I really love is the adrenaline rush that continues with each new encounter that you really can only replicate when you get that new relationship energy kind of thing. You know, when you meet someone new and, you know, when you get to that point where you're, you're you know, you're flirting, but you get to do it all with each other. Yeah. So that's probably okay. still a driving force behind what we do and that and all the new people that we've met and continue to be amazing friends. with. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think for me, part of the reason to, to do this that I had a, a, a feeling that we would make some friends. And I think, you know, we've just talked about this before on the show, but actually we we lost a lot of our friends through various mm. reasons and fell out with people and all sorts of things like that. And sort of our entering into this came at a, sort of on the back of some difficult times. And I think actually part of it was to, to make some new friends that we can be honest and open about and talk about sex and talk about the good, cool stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's definitely one of the things that made me do it. And I think the second thing was, although probably a higher priority, was to have an adventure with you. And I think there's nothing greater for me to, for us to be together, flying into the face of adversity and having an amazing time. And even if the, those times haven't always been amazing, I think the fact that I'm doing them with you, you know, sort of my best friend, my wife, um, 
my, you know, apprentice, all these kind of things. <laughs> oh, wow. My apprentice. Um, I'm your apprentice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it depends on what, what, which which angle we're coming at it from, but, you know. Oh, wow. But I'm not calling you master. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> you were worried about one thing, master. Negotiations were short. Fucking right, we were. <laughs> but you know what I mean. With the two of us together, there is, this is an absolute adventure and... I think for me, that's that's one of the reasons that, that that we do this. I think there is something in the, and I don't want to dismiss it, and we often forget to say it as, as swingers, but actually the sex is really fun, or it can be really fun with the mm-hmm. right people, and the experiences can be really fun. And we often go on about the friendship and the adventure and new friends and all this kind of stuff, but actually it's really fun having fun sex with other people. Well, it is, but I hasten to add, and I, I, I often have to correct people when they assume, it's not always a sex thing. No. It really, really isn't. I mean, the sex is great and it's a, a great happy byproduct of what we do, but it, it is not the driving factor behind what we do and why we do it. Mm. Um, you know, the, the as you say, the social connection and the intimacy we share with other people probably eclipses the physical sex most of the time. Yeah. So I you know, I can't I can't keep stressing that enough to people when they sort of make the assumption, oh, it's just one big group orgy, it's just always sex, sex, sex. I'm like, it's really, really not. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> and another reason I've just thought of why we do this is because I'm very, very cognizant that I am advancing in age and I do not want to get to my old age and regret, just regret so many things and regret not living my life and like having some fun and looking back and thinking, did I, did I live my life and enjoy it? Did I make the most of everything I have? And I think I would be deeply regretful if I didn't have as many experiences as I could with you. I think so. Plus, I think if it was just us two together all the time, we'd drive each other nuts. <laughs> well, so life is like garden centres, so no, what would we exactly. do? Exactly, <laughs> what else are we going to do? So going around and fucking a bunch of people, not a terrible situation. We're going to be really exciting old age pensioners one day, you know. We've we got to make it there, yeah, but agree. We'll be the UK's first lifestyle-friendly care home. <laughs> <laughs> it's grand, lofty ambitions from Mrs H there. Um, far outweighing the funds that we have available to us. So if you'd like to help us kickstart the <laughs> the thing now, we'll get it built and done in time for you to retire in 30 years time or whatever it will be at that stage. So, okay, I think, I think we've kind of covered that question. Okay. It feels like we're doing it because we've got some adventures. Mm. It feels like you're still able to explore your sexuality. Uh, I think we, we've kind of been able to do stuff that we wouldn't have been able to do with just the two of us. So there's some sex things I think that we wouldn't, you know, can't really achieve with just the two of us. It's really hard to have well, an you orgy. Can't, I was going to say, you can't have a spit roast with two people, right? There you can't. <laughs> you really can't. So I think there's there's all of that that gets thrown into it. But I think I think why we're doing it sort of evolves a little bit, like you said. And I think there's been, the, the focus has gone from exploring that sort of bisexuality and and trying something a bit naughty to something far bigger mm. than that for me. And I think that's that's really cool. I really love the fact that we we do this together. I didn't know there'd be more. Um, that's, a, that's the reality of how naive I was. I didn't look at it back then with that altruistic view of, is there more than just a three-way? Yeah. And I, I naively just thought, yeah, it would just be me and Mr. H, <laughs> a woman. <laughs> Yay, great, happy days. And it's so much more than that. In fact, that's just like looking back now, that's just a very crude way of me, you know, having an analogy to compare what I thought swinging or the lifestyle was. And I think one of the things, you know, and we, we, we were asking this question about why you're in the lifestyle, but actually the question of why we're doing this with the podcast is equally important to me because we did this initially to start sort of chronicling our adventures and start sharing them 
in the hope that some people might listen, but also creating a space for us to chat. Mm -hmm. And it's become, you know, we're kind of doing events. We help people on almost like a day-to-day basis that have questions. Mm. We've done the TV shows out of the back of it. So actually, I think, you know, we're in the lifestyle because of the things that we've mentioned, but we do the podcast more than ever to, to help and support people. And I know that sounds incredibly altruistic and something, you know, I'm so humble, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there is a very real thing behind that. We do this because we genuinely want to talk about the benefits of this lifestyle, about those fun things as to why we're in it and why we're doing it and help other people sort of have the best possible experience um, using our sort of mm. knowledge and our fuck ups. You know, it's it's still in the song. We fuck things up and we make mistakes and we still do to this day. And we share them with you. So hopefully you don't make the same things. Mm. Or if mm. you do, you, you're best equipped to, to deal with that. Mm. And I think it normalises what we do and removes that stereotypical smut factor. Oh, the smut factor. Mm. I, I see, I think there's, it's nice to have a little bit of a smut factor, but I think too much smut factor feels like porn to me. And what we're doing isn't porn. Yeah. And I don't like this being poked fun at because it belittles what we do and what we have and all the, the great things we've done within it. So. It feels it feels like people are not given my choice of lifestyle credence when you know I say I'm I'm genuinely happy with what we do and why we do it. So I don't like it being poked fun at. Agreed. I'm very protective over it. I, agreed. We are we are and we're protective over the the friends that we've got and yeah. the, the show and it's uh, and all the stuff that we create because we we do it for to make to make people's lives better realistically, especially ours. <laughs> so. Second question, right? Yeah. Second question. You mm-hmm. ready to pause your podcast once I've, you know, <laughs> sort of perpetuated this question for you so you can, I don't know, maybe, maybe yeah, I'm getting too excited. Then, maybe you just want to listen to see what we've got to say. Are we having fun? Are we still having fun? Okay. Because I think my thought process behind this particular question is there's always bumps in the road. There's mm-hmm. always ebbs and flows. Sometimes there's these great sort of exciting moments and adventures. And then sometimes you know what? We can't be fucked to go onto the dating sites and scroll through people and go through the bullshit that comes with mm-hmm. it. And I think there's there's good times and there's less good times. But there's good times and bad times in everything you do. Correct. That's just part and parcel of life. But when what you're doing is extracurricular, when it's mm-hmm. not your normal relationship, yeah. don't say that, that this is abnormal, but when mm-hmm. it's additional, additional to mm-hmm. what you're doing, then yeah. the effort you put in sometimes feels like way more than you're getting back in return. Right. To set all that up as a, as as, yeah. a, as my thought process and things as to why this is this question is here. Are we having fun? I would say we don't always have fun. It's it's impossible to say 100% of the time we have fun because we don't. 60% of the time we work 100% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Very sex panther analogy. Wow. I was but we're having fun enough of a time for me to want this to be in my life. Yep. And more often than not, we are having fun. I have way, way, way more positive, happy memories and experiences now that I look back and reflect on than I do negative ones. I agree. I think there have been, certainly the earlier days Mm. were much more difficult and it felt like we were sort of searching for the sort of mysterious cities of gold. You know, we knew that <laughs> something was out there and we felt that it could be great for us, but our experiences didn't, they only gave us glimpses glimpses yeah. into into what it could be. And I feel like for the most part, we've we found that. I think at the moment, we're kind of in a, in, in a bit of a curious space. Mm. And I think we kind of, 
we've we've been very very fortunate in that we've developed a really wonderful amazing friendship group mm-hmm. uh, that are fantastic and we're so lucky with that that we're pretty much able to see them every weekend yeah and see different people every, we certainly like, or, or, do fill our lives with the friends that we have we certainly fill our friends with the lives that we have we are gross. <laughs> so i think we're lazy we we have I feel lazy i think we have gotten a little lazy over it and i think we we put our time and energy into the relationships with those friends which i think is incredibly important mm-hmm. but at the same time the adventure and the fun part of it is in finding new people and exploring other people and not to ditch our friends that we've made because i think the world of them and i want them to be part mm. of our lives but it's nice to go out and meet other people and see what's going on and i think we kind of have got a bit you know we haven't had to do battle with fab or whatever dating site that we're using for a while because we've always got amazing people that we want to spend our yeah, time with anyway and, and we couldn't like we couldn't find the events that we wanted to go to so we fucking made our own exactly but the flip side of that is is that the amount of effort it goes into running mm. those things, producing the podcast, looking for other people is really high. And I think we're in a space at the moment where we're a little bit drained and a little bit, it's all too convenient to see mm. the, the people that we love and adore. Anyway, and I'm not, I really want to stress, I don't think that's a bad thing that we're spending time with, no, with no, no. amazing friends. But I think that adventure element is a lot harder to get with friends that you've already got. Like you mm-hmm. go on an adventure together as a friendship group. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, for example, as, as as an example in terms of this adventure piece, we're really, really close friends with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen, right? No, who? I uh, know. <laughs> but we, the adventure isn't necessarily sort of going to see them. It's being with them and going on an adventure together. Right. Seeing them is the experience. Is the, yes. And it is the great experience we know it always will be. But, but you're right, it's not new. It's not new, but the adventure, the exhilarating mm. extra bits of when we all bundle into a car or whatever it is and then go off on our own adventure mm. as, as our own little unit. Yeah, agreed. So and I, we're all there looking for new adventures ourselves. Like, yeah. And, and together that, with each other for comfort. <laughs> well, I think there's comfort, but also I think the fact that we're all in it together makes it exciting for us as a group. Mm-hmm. I, I can't speak on their behalf and I wouldn't dream of doing so, but I really think that it's that oh, we're a group and we're doing this and that's going to be fun. And the, whatever experience we get out of the back of it, mm. it's... And plus it, we all have a common goal, yes. really, in, in that we're all looking for something brilliant. Yeah. So I think, are we having fun? Going back to that question, I'd say we are having fun, but I think that that actually at the moment we've become a little bit complacent with our mm. sort of, our experience. And I think I feel a little fraudulent being a, like saying, hey, I'm a swinger because I'm not living the experience that lots of other people live. True, and going out but and you looking are for people. swinging. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's almost Comfort that. zone swinging. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's such a weird thing because. It's swinging, Jim, but not as we know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worse than that, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> but I think, I think there is stuff that we can do. And, and actually, we've, we've got a date lined up soon with, with new Next folks week. yes and then we'll we'll see how painful it is that they pull out <laughs> last minute and we're left oh. sat at the roadside crying to ourselves but I, they seem lovely I, they do seem very nice and i think it's interesting though that we've kind of been a bit lax in that and i think we need to kind of dial that back up a bit the problem is is that there's only so many hours in a day and uh. between running the podcast between running the you know three events we've got on the go at the moment plus you know day but, jobs day jobs Hello. plus we're going <laughs> 
going to Miami in October. Well, we're, we're basically adults with lives. Well, yeah, but and it's we, hard, isn't it's, it? it's hard to factor this in on top of everything mm. else. Plus, there's some great television on as well, which makes us inherently <laughs> lazy. Finally caught up with Picard season three. That was a masterpiece. Loved it. Anyways, <laughs> it, it's it's difficult. But I think for the majority of the time, we're having, we are having good fun mm. and we're making the most of the time that we do have. What I don't want to happen is this to become a slog. Mm-hmm. And that goes to the podcast as well. If this podcast becomes an absolute ball ache, then we're going to have a, have to have a think about how frequent it is, whether we do it, what we do in the future with it. Not saying that we we stop it. Maybe I am your apprentice. <laughs> All this time you're going to teach me your ways and I'll take it on. <laughs> uh, 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 no, no, that's not happening. <laughs> and just like that, the podcast ended. <laughs> she had one job. What does this delete button do? <laughs> Cue radio silence. It'll just be a, like a sequence of recorded cat noises. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. So I, I, I think we're having fun. I think we, we kind of need to focus on the fact that we're, we are focused on having fun in a way. Mm-hmm. And we need to check in to make sure that whatever it is that we're doing is, is still a, a fun experience. Even if the experience as we go out and have an adventure, if that is a bad one, we can still have fun because we can still laugh at it and we can still have that experience with other people. Mm -hmm. But kind of want to make sure that we're doing that and making sure that we are on the right track. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. No, I agree. Is that that fine? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my next question. Okay. This is a big old fucking question. The other two went small. All right. Okay. What does the future look like? It's not orange. Well... Cars will be flying, according yep. to Tomorrow's World, which I watched years ago, and all our meals will be in pill form. Oh, that's fantastic. I know. It will basically be like Star Wars. But, okay. Or Star Trek, or both. Or the Jetsons. I haven't seen the Jetsons. I haven't seen it. <laughs> what is it's going to be like Back to the Future 2. Yes. Yes. Absolutely that. We'll get those crazy trainers that do themselves up. Marty, it's about your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have to wear one of those orange puffer jackets. Nice, that, that sort of inflate and dry yourself off. Yes, yeah. those. And you'll get out of the water and you'll be completely dry. Perfect. Well, so I'm the do- future is absolutely going to be flying cars, pills for dinner. And falling into water. Falling into water for some reason. out dry. Oh my God, I fell into water and now I'm dry is again. Is that really what I think the future's going to be? It's very, very specific. Yes, but, you know, years ago I watched Tomorrow's World and that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. And I believed them like a fool. <laughs> and my car still doesn't fly. Do, do, and here I am in 2023... My car doesn't fly. No, and it's, it barely drives. It, yeah, it's more like Mario Kart than anything else. <laughs> Do you remember that episode where they put jam on CDs to show how Oh my God, durable... to show how indestructible they were. Yes. Yes, I do. CDs aren't that durable. They no. really aren't. They, they really aren't. Anyway. And, and now we don't even use them. And they don't even taste good with jam. <laughs> everything is in some cloud, which I don't understand. So maybe we are futuristic now. Well, did you, did you see the music as we were flying through it in an airplane? Well, so you're, you're, you're being mean again. You're, you're, I know you are because I can see you and I can see your face and you're like, I wonder how far there was, I can push this one. There was a one. slight second where <laughs> I, I think she was thinking genuinely, oh wait, I didn't, I didn't see that. And so I'm going to try this when we, when we fly next. I'll be like, oh look, look, there's that. Oh, there's, there's Oasis. Don't the, look back in anger. The cloud in the cloud. I still yeah. don't understand yeah. oh, the look, there's our photo that we took back in 2017. Can you It'd be like an episode of Black Mirror. It'd be awful. It would be like, like images swelling around more like in the air. Ralph, I guess. But, mm. but anyway, so right. in terms of what the future looks like. All right. Are we happy with the way things are? Do they need to change? Do you have fantasies that you want to fulfill? And has your approach changed to, to this whole right. thing? Can, 
Mm, this is huge. Right. Uh, pick one of those bits. Okay. Please. Are you happy as uh, with things as they are within our lifestyle journey approach or whatever? So, yes, I'm happy. But are you asking if is if it needs to change or if yes. I'm just happy? If it never moved and it stayed static like this as a moment in time, am I happy? Do you want it to change? Mm, okay. I suppose that depends how it could change. I'm asking myself this question. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be like Gollum and Smeagol. my car is not going to fly. Let's see. What else do I want in my future? Okay, so I'm going to look at one of his other bits first because I think the other bit might help me answer the first okay, bit. Okay, do you have fantasies you want to fulfil? No, that wasn't my question. Okay. Uh, the other bit about... Um, has your approach changed? Yes, that one. Yes, it has. So, as I said, six years ago, approach was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty narrow-minded, if I'm honest. Um, I didn't really see a bigger picture. I just looked at a kind of that moment in time of what I wanted on a base level, which was to have an experience with you okay. and see what happened. Yeah. And because I thought it would tick some boxes and it would scratch that itch or whatever it was that at that time I felt I needed to find out what that was. Okay. Now, um, and I hate to bring this up again, but I know I sound like a step record, but the age thing is probably one of my driving factors now in really, really, really wanting to curate what we have and make it the best it can be because I'm so incredibly cognizant that age is catching up with me. Okay. I mean, both of us, granted, you're not slowing down, but you are younger than me. Yeah. Um, And I know I shouldn't get bent out of shape over age, but I can't help. That's how I feel. And I know at some point this will have, um, this will have a a limit on how much enjoyment I will get from it because um, age will make me not want to, or my body will be like, fuck you, (laughs) not playing anymore. Yeah. Something at some point will make me go, right, now I, definitely feel different physically and mentally to okay. a point where I know things will probably change again. That's just a reality, isn't it? Yeah. So the age factor in, in my head is is actually influencing a lot of what I'm doing, I think, because I'm so keen to maximise all our potential and all our excitement and all the stuff that we can throw at it now, I'm making the most of it. Yeah. And I want to do more of that while I can, okay. while I want to. Um, because the other factor that comes into this age battle for me is the libido. Yeah. You know, and I've spoken honestly about the libido in the past and I'm trying desperately to artificially um, enhance that because I'm conscious again that age is not on my side when it comes to this menopause and the rest of it. And that's incredibly hard to navigate because it makes me feel shit. It makes me feel old. It makes me feel a bit crap, but I'm having to you know, conflate it somewhere else to get the enjoyment from it. But at the same time, I know that I want to, which makes me think, hey, you've still got life in you yet. Come on, don't write yourself off. Yeah. So those, all those things are kind of doing battle in my head at the moment. And I'm, I'm just desperately clinging on to the kind of youth element because it's still there. But I know that it's kind of starting to ebb away from me in, in various aspects of my physical and mental well-being. Mm-hmm. That's a long answer. Okay. So yes, I in answer to your question, um, yes, I'm happy where I am, but also I want to do as much as I can in the next five years, for example. Let's put five years in it. So Operation Five Year Slut. <laughs> in five years, I'll be 55, right? Yeah. For some reason in my head, I can't imagine being 60 and being the same way I am now mentally or, or with the sex drive or, or whatever it is that you kind of try and um, try and describe. It, 60 just feels like old, old, old. I think, I mean, it's it's a tricky one because it's you don't know how you're going to feel until you get no, there. Oh, I know. Equally, we know that time is is incredibly short. And that's mm. one of the reasons why we're 
year in the yes. first place, right? You enjoy all of it. So it's uh, my take is just enjoy what you you can, mm. but enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. Yeah. So I guess that you know, in terms of what does the future look like, what you need to do. And, and what I need to do as well is kind of go through what actually, do, what do we want to achieve? What is the, sounds so businessy, uh, what is our <laughs> five-step plan to success? Well, hey, uh, what is our, you know, what is our goal? To, a fish diagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what are the things that we want to do? Who who do we want to see? Where do we want to go? Yes, all of those things. All of I those have things. all of these things in my head. Great. I'm going to write them down. Oh, good. In that, the cloud. In the cloud. <laughs> oh, so is, are, are there different approaches, other different things in particular that are coming to mind that you might want to explore? So it's not all, all about approach particularly, although that plays a part in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, with the age thing, I don't feel like I behave particularly like an old person. No, you don't. And I'm not saying I am old. Just to put that out there, I'm not saying 50-year-olds are old. No. That's just an arbitrary statement of, of course they're not. You're already moaning like a 60-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep me young. You really, really do. I do. It's because you make me bathe in virgin blood every day. But you know, <laughs> you do keep me useful because you refuse to grow up. And I love you for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I still think you put yourself in that student mentality half the time. And when people say, hey, look at that middle-aged man, you're like, what the fuck now? They don't mean me. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree, they don't mean you because you're anything but that. And that's brilliant. And I absolutely wish I could. That's lightning in a bottle for me. I don't mm-hmm. know how you do it, but it's brilliant. Keep doing it. However, you keep me young and you keep me grounded. And that's fantastic. I am my own worst enemy because I refuse to believe anything other than the reality, which is, oh man, I feel old when I wake up now. Oh, everything aches. And oh, it's getting harder to lose weight. It's getting harder to stay fit, whatever it is. Yeah. And that's hard. So we're good for each other in that respect because we we kind of live the life we want to live rather than being um, restrained and bound by age limits. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, the lifestyle is, is really quite annoying sometimes in that it puts its own age restrictions on things and makes you feel old. <laughs> and that doesn't help. However, we navigate that the best we can and, you know, I'm, I'm forever sort of, we create our own experiences so we don't have to be restricted by the limitations that, you know, the different places might give us. Um, one of the things we can do, um, I want to do is, is travel more. Yep. You know, absolutely. I want to see as much of I, as I can of different parts of the country and the world and visit the people that live there that we know yep. and we just aren't fortunate enough to see on a regular basis. Um, and so I want to make up for lost time that the pandemic took from us, you know, see people again, travel as much as we can. There's still places I want to visit. So that's very much in my five-year plan. <laughs> <clears throat> what was the other question? <laughs> well, in terms of things like fantasies that you're looking to fulfill, I guess part of this this question is designed to really eke out, kind of because we've talked about why we're doing this, right? Mm-hmm. That we're doing it for the, for the reasons that we've explained. We've talked about the fact that we're having fun. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of looking at the, what does the future look like? And it's kind of, how do we want to, do we want to evolve? Do we want to keep doing what we're doing? Do we want to do more? Do we want to do less? Do we want to do things differently? Do we want to explore different approaches? All of that stuff. And it's, granted, this is a huge, huge mm, question. And I don't think that we're going to necessarily answer all of that in the course of this episode. But what I really want to do is put that down and say, well, actually, what, are, what does the future look like? Mm-hmm. And is are there things in your head that you're going... Because you might, you, you know what, you might be going, you know what, the lady path, that's absolutely what I want to try. Can I have one? Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. and, Is that my 50th uh, birthday present? It's just granting wishes. <laughs> like, you know, you, you get a lady pile, you get a lady pile. But if Do that's, you get a lady pile? Is I, that where you're angling? 
<laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I think it's about having the the courage of conversation mm-hmm. to say, well, actually, this is something that I'd like to do. This I've got, you know, in the future, this is what I want to do. Maybe you want to go on a date with a lady. Maybe you want to do this. But unless you bring it up and bring it to the table and, and sure. don't have those conversations, and I think these things can be really destructive. And that's the whole exercise of this whole five question thing is mm. kind of going, these are the things that we've talked about. This is what's going on. Mm. So if I was to say, oh, I just really want to visit more garden centres, you know. Then the divorce papers will be coming through. <laughs> Very. This is not... Chances of you looking at garden centres, right? Very unlikely. Unless you're just going to the coffee shop or to buy some of that weird fruity wine that they inevitably sell there. Yeah, they do sell that. You you would have no interest in a garden (laughs) centre because you have no interest in the garden until you have to sit out in it. And then all of a sudden you get upset about the fact that the garden looks shit, but you don't do anything about it or (laughs) maintain it. Sit in someone else's garden. Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) Make better friends. Get friends with great gardens. So if you've got a fantastic garden, uh, please be friends with us. That would be be really helpful. So I think that would would be a a delight. (laughs) So I think... You know, that's kind of why I'm asking this question. Mm. So I don't think we're going to get any more out of you with that. Hey, I've given you loads. You have given. I want to go away. I want to see people. I want to get on plane, see the cloud in my flying car. Brilliant. Um, But also I want to make the most of everything I can before age makes me a really old lady. Yep. And I want to do all of you. So that's all good. Uh, You said I can have a lady pile. I'm holding you to that. Excellent. Going to have one of those. Doesn't have to be a huge pile. You know, three or four is fine. A mini pile. Do they all have like, to be alive? Of course. Okay. That, that's a very different kink. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can run a whole show on that if you want. Can we? Kinks. Not, oh, not, not just necrophilia. Just, just that one kink. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not into that kink if it happens, but you know, don't yuck someone's yum and someone exactly. might be. <laughs> Dead lady pile coming up. <laughs> there we go. I think for me. So, yeah, there's lots of things I want to kind of do, but we can't, you know, I can't, I can't pick out more than sort of a handful at a time because they're insurmountable then. You, you know, that's not a good strategy, is it? To have no. loads of things because you'll never get any of them done. So I think part of this is around having those conversations. For me, there's there's an element of, it, I find it really interesting pushing our boundaries a little bit and seeing mm. what we can do with that. Not to the point where we break, but flexing that so we can sort of see, because it, in a way, it's kind of fun to be a little bit scared. And of to course. See, and to see it's how- good to feel something. It's good to feel something. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Uh, prize, uh, 10 bit right. points for telling us which film that comes from. Oh, yeah. You don't get them. And um, um, sort of testing that. So um, that's kind of whirring around in my head. I think there are um, some really, we've got some interesting things that we're doing this year. Mm-hmm. I think part of the future, I'm not suggesting that we stop doing the events because I think they're really important. I love the events. But, I know they're a lot of work, but I do love them. But I think we've also got to consider that we want to do some stuff for us and enjoy those things. Mm-hmm. And as much as I enjoy those events, I, they're draining that they're, they're mm. you know, they're, they're great, but we come away absolutely fucking knackered. So it's important for me that we take time out for ourselves yes, to sort of do some of our own things and go on some of our own adventures. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we get to like Friday nights and you're fucking knackered. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm sort of like, okay, it'd be nice to do some stuff. And, I know. and we just need to kind of work this out terms of how we use the energy that we've got. So I think that's kind of where I'm at with the, with the future stuff. I'm sure there's, like you said, a whole ton of other stuff. Yeah. But we've only got so many minutes in the podcast left. So I want to cover the last couple of questions. Okay. I'm ready. So question number four. Yeah. How are we staying connected and making time for each other? Okay. It's a good because, question. Thank you. I wrote it myself. That's well, why I, I struck- fall asleep while we watch Picard. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, and then you asked me, oh, you're like, oh, what are they doing in it? Who, what, don't, no, don't spoil this. I wouldn't I kn- dream of it. I can't remember. But you're like, what? How? 
they're alive? I thought they were. No, right. Oh, I thought they were captured. Oh, mm. and I'm like, well, that's because you've been asleep for the last hour and a half. But Pretty much, yeah. This for me is about checking in to make sure that you are staying connected and that you are making time for each other. But the asking for for your partner to demonstrate that stuff is a really interesting conversation to pull out. Are you doing the right things? Because you may say, well, I feel like we're being really, that we're connected, but actually we could do more. Or it'd be really nice if we did this, mm-hmm. if we did that. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Anyway, over to you, Mrs. H. Lobbing that tennis ball over. Wow. No chance of you throwing it back. I've seen you throw. <laughs> uh, but in the future, I've got um, an electric racket. We'll fire it back at you in, oh, okay. in a rocket. In a rocket. Something. Yes. The electric racket <laughs> with a rocket. I'm going to patent that. Sounds like now. an Elton John song. Oh, gosh, it does a little bit, doesn't it? Electric racket. <laughs> Come on then. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Um, so we're, we're very good at reconnecting generally, verbally, and making sure that we, we make time for each other. That time is not necessarily equally balanced in terms of what quality time looks like. Mm? And by that, yes, you're absolutely right. I fall asleep very quickly in the moments. <laughs> And I'm tired and I'm knackered and I get that you are too, but we have quite different days, I think, sometimes. And it's incredibly hard to give yourself enough energy to get to the end of your day without literally being some dribbling sheepdog on the settee, <laughs> falling asleep playing Candy Crush. <laughs> I'm talking about me, not you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm, again, I'm cognizant that that happens a lot and I'm a bit shit at that. So I need to find ways to be less tired sometimes. And I think part of that might be you know, I've made some plans to take some time off, for example, yeah. and we've actually got no plans in that time other than to be with you. Kind of, that's my aim anyway. Can you do that in the style of Mr. Big, please? <laughs> to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Show me what he has done to you. Um, you know, because I love spending time with you and just you because, you know, you're my favourite You're my favorite thing to do when I'm not knackered and asleep and working. So I'm, I'm looking forward to being with you and reconnecting with you, of course. I don't know why I'm doing my hands. I don't know. <laughs> you're doing me. some weird sort of pinsel. It's like a Zoidberg thing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> well, it's like you're doing? getting the sort of international symbol of send, send help for, for a video call. <laughs> I did blink seven times in that sentence and no one's arrived. <laughs> no one has. Help me. I've I'm talking about falling asleep again. <laughs> so, um, you know, I am very aware again that we're a little imbalanced again you know from time to time in terms of our drives and energy levels and I do understand that I'm not completely oblivious to it I'm just powerless sometimes to understand or know what the best solution is and all our spare time at the moment is is taken up by as you say you know doing the events and preparing for the next thing and it's incredibly hard sometimes to stay focused on the thing that is right in front of you that's most important. I think it, it can be difficult because we, we don't work in the same company. No, so no. The, We're very like, different day jobs. We have very, very different, different lives in the day. Yeah. And I think our interest in, in our day probably is like each other's day. It goes to about 10 minutes and then, and then both of us lose interest <laughs> rather quickly about what the other's talking about yeah i mean we're both okay nothing will happen pets are okay from my side you know and you've you've had a good day except for that one person who pissed you or whatever it might be (laughs) but i think after those sort of 10 minutes the Mm. i think very quickly unless we've got something planned or done something differently because we see each other every day we 
we have the same friends, there's not a massive amount of different things to talk about. Yeah. Um, which is strange considering this is episode 156 of a fucking podcast. <laughs> we must have found something We've to talk about. We definitely about have found something every to talk couple about. Of weeks. But, but between the lines and the, in the evenings and this, this other sort of stuff, it's, it can be very easy to sit down and go, okay, we're just going to, we need to, to decompress. We need to relax and enjoy the day. We need to chill. Or just chill and, yeah. and having deep, meaningful conversations or having energy for other stuff is, is quite difficult. But I think what we do do quite well, I said do do, mm-hmm. is we kind of look at what what can we do that's going to be fun? Where can we go? Yeah. And we do try and get fairly regularly dates in the diary where we can go out and have a bite to eat or that we're just going to chill out and have a day to ourselves. Mm, and we go out together all the time. And it's lovely. And yeah. I love that we still do that. So, But I think we have to be very cognizant to make sure that we keep doing that and keep checking in mm. and keep trying that it's not just about the hey let's you know let's stay awake in the evening and have sex it's not about that other that helps it, it helps when you're awake when we have sex anyway yeah back to that necrophilia thing yeah exactly almost <laughs> um but i think it's just making sure that we've got time in there for each other and to not to to reconnect because i think we are connected all the time mm. but just to to check those connections and just to reassure each other that we're still interested and we still love each other because these are really important in any relationship. But I think by asking this question for me, it's just about checking in to, to give people op- an opportunity. You might be saying at home, gentle listener, oh, we don't, we don't stay as connected as we should do. Yeah. Or, or it'd be really nice if we went out on a date night once a month or if we got away from the kids. And I can understand how it's incredibly difficult if you if you don't have babysitting or mm. you have very little babysitting and you've only got one opportunity to to spend that time and then it's do you spend it on each other or do you spend it on an adventure in the lifestyle or whatever and you could feel really resentful actually if your partner decided that every spare time that you do have and get babysitting for you then devote to other people yeah and we've actually seen that happen i think in well, the past where people have been more excited about spending time with some play partner situation than actually spending time with their their own partner and especially if you don't talk about that, then it, you don't know, do you? And if you're not on the same page, you might be resentful of the fact that you're spending all this time together. When actually time is finite, as you've said, mm. we're all getting older and you're not having adventures. So mm. it's really tough to get that balance right. You don't want to break your relationship, but you want to have fun. You want to enjoy yourselves as well. Do you know one of the ways that I know that we're still connected sometimes? It's really silly. Go on. <laughs> and I said this to someone the other week, someone just in passing about um, a habitual thing that we've done much every day of our life together we always go to bed together oh yeah and and i mean when i say we go to bed together we go to bed we get ready for bed together we clean our teeth together we you know wash our faces at the end of the day we put the pets to bed we what? don't wash each other's faces no, we don't. <laughs> that would be weird. Weird. <laughs> oh, i'm gonna wash your face tonight <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need to wash yours tonight oh wow <laughs> and just like that disconnect <laughs> but no we um it's really sweet, but actually we, we love doing that. We like getting ready to go to bed together and, and making that, that kind of a little, not a ritual, but a routine that I actually really hold dear. And I like getting into bed with you at the same time and then cuddling you. And it it's just really means a lot to me. And it's it's funny how many people don't go to bed together. And that may be very, very, very happy with that maybe, but I love that we do. And I think if we started not doing that for some reason, I would feel distant from you and I feel like that connection in some way was broken. I think one of, one of the things, and I think I've said this before on a show, was uh, one of our great things about coming together was that initially our, our initial getting together was was not easy. 
And we weren't able at first to be able to spend mm. nights together for a variety of different reasons. But when we were finally able to do that, I really cherished it. And I still tell you pretty much every other night, that it is my most favorite time of day is to go to bed and cuddle up with you and you rest on my arm yeah. and you hold my balls, best bit. <laughs> and I play with your hair and we go to sleep together. Tonight and- I'm going to wash your face. <laughs> Had that extra dimension to it. <laughs> <laughs> you just sat there in a cold, damp, horrible, slimy flannel. Hey, when it gets really hot in the summer, you'll be really looking forward <laughs> I mean, really to that. Really looking forward to that slimy flannel. No, but I'm. I I love that we still both want to do that, and I think that's the important part in this. Um, we're checking in at this point actually, and saying, "Is this still a thing that you enjoy?" You know, and it's nothing, not at all related to the lifestyle. It's not at all related to swinging, but I love that we're still both on the same page of wanting to carry on that habitual connection together. So we got this bigger bed, right? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, further and you're like yeah, <laughs> further away. But also, you're like, oh, it'd be cool because, like, if we, if our friend could came over and stayed. And then she could sleep in the bed. Well, then she'll have to wash her face at the same time as us and clean her teeth. Exactly. What are you going to do then? Go to bed at the same time, put the dog to bed. I suspect the only way you'll cope is if I'm in the middle. No, you're not going in the middle. That's going to be weird. Why is that going to be weird? I don't know. I haven't thought about this. I know you haven't thought about it. We need an Alaskan king bed. That's it. That's the only way. (laughs) Right. My final question before we run out of show and time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Show and tell. And I think this is a question. I don't... I suspect I know the answer to this one, but I want to put this in there because one of the things, let me just ask the question and then I'll explain why it's in there. Okay. I'm giving you a side eye. <laughs> what is the question? Is, is there anything you want or need to tell me? And I think this is a really important question because as much as you can cover so much with the other questions mm-hmm. that we've, we've gone through, I think it gives you the opportunity to raise any issues, any concerns or anything good that's come out the back of it that you've been thinking of. Psychologically safe space. It is a psychologically safe space. So I suspect there isn't much that you want to tell me. I, mean, I suspect that you're trying to stay awake more than anything else. I'm not point. allowed to mention wires or transformers at this point now. You is can do, but why would you turn me on right now? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think... I still know how to connect. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, I, I think this is a really important question to, to ask each other occasionally. And just to make sure it's it's sort of the ultimate safe space check-in. Yeah. And it sounds, it's cheesy as fuck. I, I get it. It's not cheesy. It, it's <laughs> worrying in a way. It, there's something about that sentence that instills fear, but not in a, what have I done? It's more of a, what have I not done? Wait, what does he know? What does it, hang on, have <laughs> I done something? It's, it's a w- really strange phrase to, to hear out loud because it's almost like the other person's inviting you to tell them a secret that yeah you're like do i have any fuck i better think of one <laughs> and if i haven't if i have got one how does he know damn it <laughs> well maybe maybe the the phrasing should be are you okay is there anything that you you want to talk about mm-hmm. along those lines it's just an opportunity to say this is in my head this is what this is what's bothering me or mm. this is what i think has been really good and it might be it could be something that someone has done that you you're like oh i really loved it when you did that the other day do can we do more of that or I really liked it when you did this the other day mm-hmm. and an opportunity to, or I found this, I saw this thing online. It was really sexy. Can we do this? Can we try it? And I think having that space is really useful. And I think this is one of the tools that we've used a number of yeah, times. Normally we are drunk and sit, sitting down in a restaurant. Poor Italian restaurant. My God, <laughs> all, they don't know what hit them. All those years ago where we, we sat down and had all those, <laughs> those sexy conversations, but it's a really useful technique I find to kind of go, well, this is a safe space. It's okay to ask for something mm. and give people the opportunity. Now, 
I really want to stress that it's fucking hard to be brave and fill in that gap as well. It's you've got to be brave to ask it and you've got to be brave to answer it. But it's there. So, Mrs. H, is there anything you want to tell me or want to ask for? There's nothing I want to tell you. No? No. Is there something you want to ask for? This feels I... like a conversation with your father. It's like, is it, is it to do with the garden? Is it to, Mrs. H's dad Can you draw me a picture? Yeah, he can't talk, bless Can him. He's had a stroke. <laughs> and yeah. we communicate by sort of going through the list of, is it medical? Is it based yeah. to do the house? Oh. Is it to do with finances? Is yeah. it to do, And then I we know. go through all of those, like a massive Rolodex. <laughs> so yeah, is there anything you want to say? Are you put me on my spot now? Well, I have, yeah. Um, were you joking about a lady part? <laughs> <laughs> was I joking about a lady part? Um, okay, so I, I'm, I am, of course, teasing you with that. Mm-hmm. I don't literally mean I want a lady pile. However, uh, ladies, can you can you just <laughs> go? Yeah, thank I wonder you. what that scratching yeah. door was. I thought it was noodle. No. <laughs> um, I mean the the lady thing. All right, that's you. But this is not a surprise to you. You know that's often um, something that's around my head. Mm-hmm. It, it's very often forms the basis for. Any, I don't know, any fantasy, any reflection, any anything at all cerebral that I kind of go to as a, a thought process or a, a memory or a reflection. All my favourite experiences probably have been involving, you know, some some connection with women. Mm-hmm. And so it stands to reason that's probably the one thing that I, I'm predisposed to bring up again, particularly if you're giving me a safe space to talk about that. Yeah. Um, it's honestly not a deal breaker. I, I must stress that again and again. It's really, really not. I chose to be with you. I chose to spend my life with you. I chose to marry you. You're absolutely everything to me. So I wouldn't ever want to change that. But given that you're asking me what I want, <laughs> here's my wish list. Um, I'd be lying if I said it's not something that is, I don't, I don't even know what it looks like. I don't even know what it is I want. I just know that that would be my go-to. Sure, if you're asking me. This is probably what I would like to see Something more of. Something to do late with, with ladies, basically. I mean, that feels like I'm ostracising you and I'm not. Because you can be that. That's cool. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm simply saying if ever there is an opportunity to curate an experience that is going to be more appealing to me, chances are it's going to be more um, women-centric. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I think there's there's a small, there's like a handful of guys, I think, that kind of yeah kind of get that i mean i definitely like some i'm, I'm yeah don't but, get me I, wrong. but i think for the outside yeah. of that i think the majority of the interactions the, the the really fun bit for you is the ladies yeah i think sometimes if i wasn't you know if i wasn't with you i probably would be maybe a lesbian who knows i, don't, I just don't know <laughs> i'm definitely more more attracted to women than men mm-hmm. on the, if i was to really put it in black and white yeah that's probably what i mean more towards However, that's not to say I don't fancy men because I do. I, I am truly, truly bisexual. I like both men. I like women and men. You like both men, all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> you two men, I love you. <laughs> uh, you 50 ladies, yeah. Um, so, I mean, for example, if we were to, and I know, again, this is not something we're discussing now, but if I was to go on a date with someone, it would probably be a woman. Yeah. There you go. So, and it's interesting that my mind kind of immediately goes to a, oh, yeah, cool. It would, yeah, I'd like to date a woman. Like, that would be, it. Mm. So it's it's interesting. And yes, that's probably the only thing that springs to mind. A million men's hearts cried out. No, in I, do, I, do, no, I do like men. I promise you. <laughs> I absolutely adore men. But that's probably, I'm leaning more towards women. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like men too. Of course I do. This, this feels like a loop that you're stuck in. I am stuck in a loop <laughs> because I, I really do like men. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I think you like the right men, but I think when it comes to fantasy, oh, that's a good answer. Particularly B 
because that's not what you're living with at the moment, yeah, women yeah, become a much more attractive option mm. for you because your reality is is that you have the best of men at home, of course. Of course. And you know The Alaskan oh. king of men. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But actually if you if you are to to fantasize and think about what and I tell me if I'm wrong because I'm putting words in your mouth yeah. here a little bit, but but actually if you're to fantasize about something or if you're going to want something different, then you, you are going to want something a bit different mm. from yeah, what you've got. Maybe. Yeah. Like, you know, I want a really young woman. <laughs> Accent. <laughs> I'm joking. It's fine. I don't want a really young one. <laughs> just a young one. Just, just not send really help. young. <laughs> just, just send help, folks. <laughs> now you're blinking. Yes, now I'm blinking. <laughs> I've counted eight times so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we okay. can talk about that. We'll, we'll catch up with that. I think at another time because yeah. I'm conscious that we've already got an hour of podcast material done. Sure. Oh, you're right there. Yeah. No, I'm absolutely fine. But I mean, are you gonna? I'm curious. Are you gonna answer the same question? Oh. Um, so I think I'm not entirely sure, actually, if I'm really honest, there's stuff that sort of floats around in my head. I think there's some sexy things that I think we could do together more frequently. So I'm thinking like some anal and some pegging, quite enjoy those things. But then, you know, I'm going to say that anyway, regardless. Yeah. I think there is, there are some sort of experiences that we probably, if we're talking about your, your sort of girl pile experience and how that might work. I think there's a few things that we probably need to kind of some hoops that we need to jump through to kind of get to the space where we're okay with that type of thing, mm -hmm. depending on what you're trying to to achieve from it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's that. Well, what do you do? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> where? You know, what's in it for to me? To be very, very basic. Well, yeah, I know to, it's not something to that be you're going to be into. But also, there is a level of how do you see that working with with me and understanding what what, what that means. So does that mean, for example? And you know, just, these, these are all things that we can discuss mm. at another time or off air or, or save it for another show. If people are interested, message us if you'd like us to talk about this on air. For example, you want to date a woman, right? Mm -hmm. So off you go, you top on your date with a woman. Mm. Where does that leave me? And does that mean, for example, mm. that we're going to start separate dating? Because if you're doing that, am I doing this? Is that how we see it working? Do How do we... And by date, we need to quantify, does that mean that you're seeing someone on a regular basis? Does that mean that you're having a one-off experience? Mm -hmm. So all of these things are quite a significant shift oh, yeah. in what the, the future could look like. Mm. Didn't save that for the future question, the other one, but this is fine. Yeah. Um, stupid. Not on the rules. We didn't but, have rules. Yeah, I made them. <laughs> I can break them whenever I want. So I, I would say there's this. There's some interesting things that we could have a look at to see what we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. For example, we've got some events coming up, not necessarily our own ones, because I think we're sort of focused on yeah. so sorting things out. And it's probably not a place to experiment, but there are other events that are coming up where things are quite safe. Yeah. And we can talk about how we approach those things and how we go through it to make sure that neither one of us ends up crying in a shower with a scouring <laughs> pad. So, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's an image. So yeah, I think in my head, there are some, so for example, like going on a separate date, that could be interesting, but I think, I think we'd both need to manage that really well because I think it has the opportunity to break both of us. I agree. I think both of us are probably going, yeah, we could go out on a, on a date with somebody else. Mm. No problem. That'd be really fun. That's really exciting. But if one of us thinks one of us that we're going to be sat at home doing fuck all, then I suspect it probably won't go so well. It will unravel faster than the Primark jumper. Yes. Absolutely. And that applies to both of us. Yes, I agree. So I think there Has is... Has to be handled with care. Yeah. And I think it's just kind of how we deal with that. So in summary, been some really interesting discussions, right? 
I agree. There we go. Let's go burn this whole thing to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You know, if you if you're driving along and talking to each other, or sat in the kitchen, or in bed, or whatever, having these conversations, I really hope we really hope that you found them useful. The questions, just in case you need a recap, are: Why are we doing this? Are we having fun? What does the future look like? How are we staying connected and making time for each other? And is there anything you need to tell me or ask me? So there you go. If you've not had those had that chance to have those conversations yet, please use them as as you see fit. Have a bit of a discussion. See where you're at. See how you're feeling. Be supportive. Be understanding. Be brave. You know, if you're the one that asking or answering and be understanding when you're hearing what your partner is telling you, hopefully you'll find this useful and a turn on and exciting and at the very least a useful discussion to figure out where you are on your, your journey. Learn something. You might do. <laughs> Chances are you probably won't and you go, fucking hell, it was just them two talking on for an hour. I mean, I still haven't learned what the cloud is. So. <laughs> Hands out. <laughs> it's a uh, lumpy space princess. <laughs> No, I mean, it is. You're absolutely right. It is a good tool to give each other a space to talk safely without any kind of judgment. Yeah. And I think that's really important. We're not very good sometimes at giving each other the floor and letting each other talk without interrupting and talking over them and turning it into a defensive mudslinging match sometimes. I think there are times when you you can do this, sort of have this conversation safely. Mm. And I think there's times probably when you shouldn't attempt it. And I think if you, you know, if you've knocked back a num like a load of drinks and you're already <laughs> half cut and you're off the back of an emotional point, it's not the time to, to, no, to do that. Another day. But I think these can be really valuable tools to sort of help you in that th- in that space. Right. So on that wonderful note, get tickets to our events because mm. they're going to be awesome. Yeah. If you want to hear the rest of this discussion or, or want to hear us carry on this discussion and feel like it was worthwhile, let us know. If you thought it was a big part of Tosh and clearly a way for us to fill an hour on an episode, also let us know. That's fine. If you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes, we'd really appreciate that, particularly if it's a good review. Yes, okay. <laughs> but only if it's a good review. That's all we want to hear. Uh, that would be wonderful. No, well, feedback is a gift. Feedback is a gift, especially really good feedback that makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> that's the best kind of feedback Mrs H do your thing thank you for hopping into our bed Just blinking. Send help, please. Has help arrived? Uh, not yet, unfortunately. Help is in my the cloud. It's stuck. Has, my dog has betrayed me. She's probably in the cloud. She's probably looking for your Alaskan king bed. Probably. <laughs> and the cat is just a waste of space. The cat has been really well behaved. No, she, she has hasn't. not scratched the door. She has once. Oh, I didn't hear her. <laughs> or Stupid <noodle>. cat. <laughs>